be the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord. He is indeed worthy to be praised and adored. Amen. So we want to get into our lesson again tonight. We're talking about growing in wisdom. Amen. And so, James tells us in James 1, 5, If any of you like wisdom, let him ask of God, which they give it to every man liberally and an embrace of not, and he shall be given unto him. Amen. And so last week we was talking about the importance of wisdom and asking God for wisdom. We searched through a few scriptures last uh, week and looked at this thing because <laughs> wisdom is important. Proverbs 4, 7 tell us to get wisdom and all that getting, get an understanding. It says wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom and with all that getting, get an understanding. We saw that we can have knowledge and without wisdom, but we can't have wisdom without knowledge. So that in that way, then we understand the value and importance of learning wisdom and obtaining wisdom for our lives. And then tonight we want to look at study. Amen. How we, we're talking about growing in wisdom, so we need to study. Amen. It's very important that we as the children of God study. Amen. Constantly you find Jesus was asked his the disciples, he was asked the people, have you not read? Are you not aware of, you know, the things that he taught, they should have known. And so it's the same way with us. We cannot be uh, slothful. We cannot be lazy. We cannot be uh, lackadaisical uh, when it comes to the things of God. They must be number one. They must be priority one in our lives. As Ford says, it must be job one. <laughs> Amen. We have got to get into the Word of God. The psalmist says in Psalms 119 verse 8, he says, Open thou mine eyes that I may behold the wonders out of thy law. And so there's so much good things in there for us. God wants us to move on to perfection. He wants us to be a representative of Him. He wants us to know Him and the power, amen, that He has given us and how everything that we study applies to our lives. And so we need to have wisdom, especially in this world that we now live in. The world is getting worse. The Bible tells us that evil seducers is going to wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. There's going to be false doctrines. There are going to be things that are coming against you that and I that we never thought was going to happen. And so, therefore, we're going to have to have wisdom and knowledge and understanding how to deal with a lot of the things that, excuse me, that we are facing in our lives. So Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy 2.15, he says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed to rightly divide the word of truth. Get into the word. We know that the word, Jesus prayed in the garden in John 17.17. 17. He says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Amen. So we have to get into the Word of God. We've got to study the Word of God. We've got to hide the Word of God in our hearts, as David says in Psalms 119, verse 11, so that I will not sin against thee. We need to know truth because the way the world is unfolding now, if you've been around any in length of time in the past few years, if you don't know truth, you know, there's so much stuff out there now through the social media and, and things that you can think is truth, and it's not. You know, there's many doctrines that's popping up all over the place. You know, uh, things are just starting to be watered down. What you and I, when I came into church 30-something years ago, a lot of the doctrines and the truths that I were taught, a lot of people are starting to water it down, you know. And as a result, that's a lack of wisdom. See, so you've got to have wisdom so that you understand truth. Jesus Christ says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. 
Amen. We have to be able to study, amen, to show ourselves approved unto God. Two definitions from dictionary.com, which talks about study. One, to learn about a subject, especially in the educational course, or by reading books. To examine something very carefully. The activity of examining a subject in details in order to discover our Discover new information from the Cambridge Dictionary. And then the dictionary.com application, study, application of the mind to the acquisition of knowledge as by reading, investigating, and reflecting. When you're studying and you're doing your daily devotions, you know, you should dive into that thing. You should choose yourself a topic and, and begin to look at it and, and learn how it applies to your life. Every time you're reading the Word of God, you want to look at the application. How does this apply to me? What do I need to do about it? When we come into the knowledge of God, amen, we have to begin to realize how we fit into the puzzle. Paul tells us that all pieces fit plainly together and grow up into a holy temple in the Lord. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And we can't defile the temple of the Holy Ghost. And this is why we've got to have wisdom. It's easy to destroy yourself if you're not careful. Most people destroy themselves because they don't have the wisdom. You know, they, they think everything is okay because they see so many people doing it on television or on in, in the world. So they think it's okay. It must be okay. You know, but it's not. You need to always ask yourself, what's the end state? You know, more people are dying with, from overdose than you can shake a stick at the day. You know, we, we have to be aware of these things. You know, you've got to have wisdom. You've got to have understanding. You've got to have knowledge. So some ways to study here. Prepare to study. Most folks do not prepare to study. Thus, they waste most of their time or become frustrated in the process. B, ask yourself questions. What do I want to know about this subject? What do I want to know about this subject? How does this subject apply to me? What will happen? I mean, will what I am studying and be helpful to me now and in the years to come. At five, amen. Do I have the time to study this subject? You want to remove distractions, select a quiet place to study, turn off phones, televisions, and any devices that would distract your study time. If possible, let others know that you are not available during your study time and the time you wish to study. Set a time limit. You don't want to study too much because it, it'll, it'll burn you out. You know, you want to have balance in your study time. Amen. So these are just a few of the things that you need to look at. Amen. If you're interested in learning about wisdom, then you should ask yourself the following questions. Why do I want to know about wisdom? In Proverbs 4, 7, we're told what? What are we told in Proverbs 4, 7? Get wisdom, right? <laughs> it's the principal thing. Get wisdom and all I get it. Get an understanding. Say, get an understanding. Get wisdom. It's the principal thing. It's important. Amen. What do I want to know about wisdom? Where did wisdom come from? Huh? Then you like wisdom? Let him ask God, right? Amen. So you have to ask God. So that tells you where it comes from. How do I get it? I ask for it, right? Amen. What does it cost? It's free. <laughs> Same way, salvation is free. Amen. How does you use? How does I use it wisely? Once I get it, I have to learn how to use it wisely. Amen. What will hinder me from receiving it? A lack of faith. That's what James says. If any, you ask, you have to ask in faith, believing. 
Because if you don't believe that God will give it to you, it's not going to happen. Amen. So we have to be able to ask ourselves these questions. How does wisdom apply to me? Amen. And we'll come back to that in just a second here. But we have to ask ourselves, you know, even Job asked a question. Look at Job 28.12. Job asked this same question. He says, where shall wisdom be found and where is the place of understanding? Where can it be found? It's in God. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 1.24 that Jesus Christ is the what? He's the power of God and he is the wisdom of God. Amen. Solomon tells us in Proverbs 8.12, he says, I wisdom dwell there with prudence and I find out knowledge of witty invention. Amen. So it tells me where these things are, where it's at. So if I know where it's at, what have I got to do? Where do I need to go get it? I got to go to God. I got to spend time with Him. I got to sit down with Him. I got to get into His Word. We know the Scripture says in John 1, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So if God has all the wisdom, then I've got to get along with God. I've got to sit down. I've got to study His Word so that He can reveal to me and open to me understanding and knowledge so that I can have the wisdom and learn how this thing applies to my heart. Amen. Proverbs 2.6. Go to Proverbs 2.6. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Amen. The Lord giveth. And so therefore, we need to go to God. Amen. Notice, Amen. So if I get it from God, I need to go sit down and talk to God. Amen. Go to Proverbs chapter 2. Proverbs chapter 2. Excuse me. Proverbs chapter 2. Start and drop down to... Let's start at first one. <laughs> my son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandment with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, yea, if thou cries up the knowledge and lifted up thy voice for understanding. If thou seekest her as silver and search for her as hidden treasure, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of the judgments and preserveth the ways of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom entered into thine heart and knowledge is pleasant to thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee and understanding shall keep thee. Notice here what he's trying to show you. Protection. He's trying to let you see when knowledge and understanding comes together, then wisdom begins to set in. Amen. And it's showing you how things start to happen. You'll start understanding righteousness. You'll start understanding how to live your life the way that God ordained you. And at the same time, it's going to give you protection of how to make right choices, right decisions, have a right attitude, how to have good conduct and behavior in your life. Amen. It's what he's trying to show us here. So we have to study to know and to learn how it all applies to us. Here, notice, go on here. He says, when wisdom is entered into your heart 
and knowledge is pleasant to your soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the ways of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things, who leaves the path of uprightness, and to walk in the ways of darkness. Amen. It will keep you from those that are distorting the truth. It will keep you from evil men, especially you ladies and men. <laughs> you know, you don't want to hang out with evil people. Right. Amen. You don't want to wind up with someone that's evil. Right. You need to be able to have that protection. Wisdom will help you do this. Knowledge and understanding will help you to look and see the character of people so that you don't get caught up in the wrong environment. Amen. This is what wisdom helps us. Amen. It's what the Lord is trying to show us here. Amen. And then it goes on and says, They leave their walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice to do evil, and delight in the forwardness of wickedness, who ways are crooked, and they forward, and they forward in their paths, to deliver thee also from the strange woman, even from the stranger who would flatter with their words, which forsake the, the God of her youth, and forgetteth the covenant of her God. For a house inclined to death, and her paths unto the dead. None that go unto her return again. Neither shall they hold of the paths of life, that they may walk in the way of good men, and keep the path of righteousness. For the upright shall dwell in the land, and the perfect shall remain in it. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth, and the transgressor shall be rooted out of it. So therefore, you've got to see here. You've got to have wisdom. Evil men. Notice what Paul goes on and tells Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 2. I mean, 1 through 7. He said, This know also that in the last days, perilous times are going to come. Dangerous times are going to come, he tells 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. Give you a minute to get there. Second Timothy chapter three verse one. He said, This know also that in the last days dangerous times are gonna come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Everybody's on the selfie road, aren't they? <laughs> Selfies has gone crazy, right? Yep, yep. Look at me. <laughs> Lovers of self. It's all about me. Me, 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 me. And that's not in the music learning business. <laughs> Say, notice, lovers of self is starting to elevate. You owe me. The government owes me. Everybody owes me. It's all about me, 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 me. You dissed me. You offended me. You know, it's all about me. She said something to me that I didn't like. You can't talk to me. It's all about me. Think about it. Lovers of themselves. Covetousness. In other words, they're going to go money, 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 crazy. Have you ever seen that like it is today? You know, everything. I was looking at the thing. What did it say? The U.S. is like $22 trillion in debt. (laughs) We never get out of that. You know how much $22 trillion is? That's a lot, isn't it? <laughs> and what do they do? They just spending more. We get more, 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 more. Covetous, boasters, braggadocious, proud. Amen. They're bragging. All this stuff begins to show 
They're just empty, you know, empty vessels. <laughs> They're just bragging. They're proud, full of pride, showing oneself above everyone else. I'm better than you. Full of pride. Blasphemers are speaking evil and slandering God and slandering Christians and going on and on. Disobedient to parents. You know, unthankful. They're not gracious. They're not grateful. Unholy. They're wicked without natural affection. They're hard-hearted. Amen. Unsociable, inhumane, unloving, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, without self-control and powerless, fierce, salvages. Amen. Think about all your sports guys get Yeah. Crazy. Look at what they do. Riding. Walk around the pants half down. Hats backwards. Think about it. Huh? <laughs> Haters of those that are good. Betrayers. Rash, reckless, inflated egos, and self-conceited, and lifted up with pride. Lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. Every time you open a magazine, get it on the cruise. Take a cruise. <laughs> pleasure. Pleasure. Think about the school system, man. they got your kids and everything, but what they should be in. All about Pleasure. Pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. We'll schedule this on Sunday. We'll schedule this on Saturday. We'll schedule this on Wednesday. And we'll just have school all year round. <laughs> pleasure, pleasure, pleasure. Amen. Love is a pleasure. Having a form of godliness, but the don the power thereof, from such turn away. For this sort of day, which cleep in the houses and leave captive city of women, laden with sin, ever learning and ever able to come to the knowledge of the truth. See, so we know this is going to happen. So therefore, we've got to have wisdom. We've got to have knowledge. We've got to have understanding. Amen. So that we can see what the world is doing so that we still make right choices and right decisions. Because why? This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. I'm going to a better place. I cannot allow the world to trip me and to cause me to lose my reward. As Jesus says in Revelation, see that no one steal your crown. So you've got to have wisdom and knowledge and how this thing applied to your life so that you're making right choices. This is why you've got to study to show yourself approved unto God. You can't be dumb in these last days. You've got to get into the Word of God. To hide the Word of God in your heart. And notice what we read in Proverbs 2. Wisdom will keep you. Discretion will keep you. Amen. When you look at Titus 2, go to Titus 2. Paul writing to Titus here. Flip over a few pages. Titus chapter 2. Timothy, Titus. He tells Titus, but speak the things which become sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober. You've got to learn how to be alert. You've got to watch. You've got to be on guard. That you be sober, that you be grave, that you be temperate with some self-control, sound in faith, in charity, in patience, that the aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becoming holiness, not false accusers, not giving much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young woman to be sober, to be lovers of their husband, to love their children, to be distraught, there's that word again, to be chaste, keepers of the home, good, obedient 
obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Young men likewise exalt to be sober-minded, and all things showing thyself a pattern of good works, and doctrine showing uncorruptedness, gravity, and sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having nothing evil to speak of you. And you got to have wisdom and knowledge of how to live, your behavior, your conduct. Amen. But you got to study how to learn it. You've got to study the knowledge of the Word of God. you got to get into the book of Proverbs. It's a book of wisdom. It's filled with knowledge and understanding for this life. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty behavior. The beginning of the Lord, the fear of the Lord is what? The beginning of wisdom. See, you've got to have it in your life. Because if not, you're going to make wrong choices and wrong decisions. If you're going to buy a Chrysler 300, do you study it out? So you know what you're getting? How many of you buy a card and didn't even study it out what it was all about? Know about it. There's things you've got to learn. If not, you'll make wrong choices. You buy a house. Do you study it out? Do you walk through it? Do you look at it? What is it about it? Who owned it? You know, that's getting knowledge so that you know how to apply the right wisdom when you're purchasing it. Do I need to take it at face value or do I need to say, I'll give you this for it? You know, you've got to have some wisdom in this life. See, when you get into the Word of God, you know, there's things that as you're studying, you're going to come across so many scriptures that's going to knock you back sometimes because the way we grow up in this life, we'll see ever, like I said earlier, we see so many other people doing so many things we think is right. And that's one of the reasons we have to repent so much. Because as we're studying the Word of God, we realize, oh my, you know, and so then I have to ask God to forgive me for that because I wasn't aware. But once I become aware, what happens? I don't do it again. That's why when you look at Ephesians 4 and Ephesians 5, what does Paul tell us? He starts out, he's talking about the unity of the body. You know, he says, therefore the person of God, you know, we must strive to keep the unity of the body. He says there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, one Father is all, above all, through you all, and in you all. See? So you become one with Christ. The whole chapter of Ephesians is about keeping the unity of the body. See, but if I don't have the wisdom, I'll just keep going right on down the road like I've always gone. See, once we become Christians... In Jesus Christ, once we repent of our sins, we're baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, we become one in Him. See? So now I must do everything in my power to keep the unity of the body. Why? Because we fit firmly together in the body of Christ. And so Paul goes on in the fourth chapter, and he began to tell us that the Lord gave some pastors... Some prophets, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. For what? Perfecting the saints. For the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Until we all come into the unity of the faith. And to the knowledge of the Son of God. To the perfect man. To the fullness of the statutes of Christ. That we be no more children. We got to grow. See? So he begins to tell us all of this. That we grow up into Him, in Jesus. And then He goes on in the 21st verse, he, he began to say, Okay, now if you've been taught of Christ, then you know that the old stuff you did before, shouldn't, you couldn't be doing it anymore. That's why He says in the 22nd verse, Amen, He says, Therefore, put off the old man, and what? Put on the new man. 
And then he lists all these things that you should put on. See? In other words, now this is what you need to start doing. So now you see you're getting knowledge here. And so now you have to get into the study process so that you understand as I'm putting this stuff on, why do I need to put on some of these things? Why do, why do, why, why do I need it for? See, that's where wisdom start kicking in. And how does it apply to my life now? I get the knowledge of it. I apply it to my life. And as a result, I go on. I understand, you know, what he's talking about. Then when he hit the fifth verse, chapter, he goes on and says what? Now let's be followers of what? Christ. And he says, all that other foolish we used to do, he says, don't you never ever be once named amongst you as becoming a saint. Say, you can't keep doing the old things. That's why he's constantly on the church about all the wrong they were doing. He says, don't you know, the flesh is not going to profit you. The flesh is just going to keep you out of heaven. See, you've got to get in the Spirit. You've got to walk in the Spirit so that you do not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And he goes on in that fifth chapter, and he tells you all the things. Don't ever let it be once named amongst you since you were born again. And then he starts talking. He takes you from the fourth chapter of unity, and then he ends in the fifth chapter of unity. What do he talk about? Husbands and wife. See? He talks about the headship. He talks about unity. A unity body. Then he says, Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. And gave himself for it. That he may present it himself without spot and blemish. This is how we have to study and learn these things. How does it apply to us? See, if we're going to know, we got to go. You got to go to the Word and, and apply it to your life, or else you're going to find yourself right on the outside. Again, you, this is the biggest schoolhouse it is, I'm telling you. You know, you should have a PhD by now. Hello? Yeah. Should be Pentecostal holiness disciples. <laughs> Amen. Are we all the disciples of Jesus, right? We're all Pentecostals, right? Hello. Are we holy or not? Say so we should put PhD behind our name, right? <laughs> you got a BA, right? You're born again. <laughs> Amen. So, so we have to study this stuff. Amen. Now notice also here. Amen. So we know things are going to transpire and it's going to come against us. So we're told by Paul to what? Put on the whole armor of God. So that we're able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Amen. And now notice what James goes on and told to us in the third chapter. Of James. James starts out, he's talking about the tongue. Right? And as he's talking about the tongue, he, he talks about how it can set on course hell. You know, why? What do you teach us about the tongue for? Because he's reaching back to the book of wisdom and bringing it forth. Say, Proverbs eighteen twenty one. Where is death and life? In the power of your tongue. See, you have to learn how to speak right. You can kill yourself or you can kill someone else by what you say. See, there is therefore now none, no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus. So stop condemning yourself. People condemn themselves. I'm no good. I can't do this. I can't do that. Nobody likes me. Everybody hates 
killing yourself. Stop condemning yourself. You and Jesus is a majority in any place. The only person you got to think about is pleasing is Him. And if you please Him, guess what? You're going to please a whole lot of other people. You're not going to please everybody. But you're going to please a whole lot of other people when you please Him. And you know why? Because He says, I even make your enemies to be at peace with you. Yeah. So, you've got to realize. So, James goes on and tells us here. Now, notice verse 13. James 3.13. You got your Bibles? James 3.13. Hebrews, James. So, as I said, he's talking about the tongue here. And then he goes on, let's, let's drop back to uh, verse 10. This is one of my favorite scriptures. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessings and curses. This is my brother. That ought not to be. <laughs> that ought not so to be. And then he tells us why. Now, here comes the wisdom out of it. If a fountain send forth the same place, sweet water and bitter, you don't get different things out of the same water fountain. Even as fresh or as salty. Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? Either a vine, figs? So can no fountain both yield salt, water, and fresh? Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation or good behavior his works with meekness of wisdom. Notice, he says, if you're a wise man, let your behavior, let your conduct, let your actions speak for itself. A picture is better than a thousand words. Humble yourselves. Amen. That he will exalt you in due time. Who is wise? He says, if you're a wise man, then you should know how to control your tongue. You should realize that both salt, water, and flesh don't come out. Cursing and, and swearing and bitter talking and evil talking does not come out of the same mouth, fountain. You have in you Christ, the hope of glory. So when you open your mouth, it comes forth edification, exhortation, words of Lifting up. Word fitly spoken is like a medicine. Help to the body and to the bones. But bad words do what? It dries up the bones. See? If we have knowledge of Christ, then we should know we don't use wrong words. We edify. Or we have the wisdom to be quiet and then speak when we need to speak as the oracle of God. Who's wise among you? Proverbs 9 9 says, You give wisdom, teacher, amen. Proverbs 9 9. Give instructions to a wise man, and what? It's going to be wiser. Teach a just man, and he's going to increase in learning. If he's got a right heart, he's got a right mind, he's going to accept the things of God so that he can learn and grow. The Bible, even Proverbs, talk about a man of, if you give a wise man reproof, he's going to accept it. But a fool. You can beat him a thousand times and it ain't going to change him. You can rebuke him a thousand times. It's not going to change him. You're just beating your head against the wall. 
So James says, who's wise among you? Let his life show forth these things here. Amen. He says, notice verse 14. But if you have bitter envy and strife in your heart, he says, glory not and lie not against the truth. He says, this wisdom descended not from above. It did not come from above, but is earthly, it is sensual, and it's devilish. So if you've got envy and jealousy and strife and all that stuff against folks, so that's not wisdom from God. So that come from the devil. He says, for where envy and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above, the wisdom that comes down from God, notice, it's pure. It's the real deal. It is peaceable. It's peace. Because he's the prince of all peace. It's gentle. It's easy to be entreated. It's full of mercy and good fruit. Doesn't have without partiality. It loves everybody. And it's the real deal is not hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sold in peace with them that make peace. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. See? So you got to study. Get wisdom. And all that getting, get an understanding. It'll exalt you. Amen. Well, speed up a little bit here. Amen. So how does wisdom apply to me? It gives me life. Look at Proverbs 8, verse 35 and 36. Proverbs 8, 35 and 36. Amen. For whoso findeth me, what do I find? I find life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. Verse 36. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. So you see why I need wisdom? It's going to give me life. See? Because why? I am come that they may have life and that more abundantly. It comes from God. He is the wisdom. See? And so when I find it, amen, he gives it to me. I keep it. It's going to give me life. Don't let it go. It'll preserve you. It'll keep you. Amen. Remember, when wisdom enters your heart and, and understanding is present, discretion will keep you. It'll help you make the right choice, the right decision, and keep you from the evil man, from the evil woman. You know, it'll keep you from wrongdoing so that you can live. Because you are His. You are life. He's given you this new life because He wants you to be with Him forever. You don't want to lose what God has given to you. Amen. This is what you want. He gives us life. Number two, and deliver us from the evil and the wrong, which we've already seen in Proverbs 2. Deliver us from the evil woman, the evil man. You know, it'll protect us. It'll keep us from, as Solomon's mother told him in Proverbs 1, you know, from running with the crowd. Say, it'll give you the insight so that you know what you're doing. It makes you wise in heart. Proverbs sixteen twenty one. 
Wives in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increase of learning. Amen. You'll be called prudent. Be prudent. Look prudent. Have a little stuff for breakfast. <laughs> Amen. The wise in heart shall be called prudent. Wise. Wiser. Amen. So it makes you wise in heart. You have the right choice. You make right choices, right decisions. It'll make you happy. Proverbs 3.13. Happy is the man that find wisdom. And the man that get it, understand it. What did Jesus say? The kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling in the country field. And he finds a treasure. What does he do? He sells everything else and he buys that field. Happy is the man that find wisdom. And the man that get it understanding. You know. It helps you. Keeps you happy. If you're not happy, hello. You might be liking wisdom. See? You should always have a smiley face. <laughs> The joy of the Lord is what? My strength. My strength. Uh, so as, as, as children of His, we know that He's got it all in control, so I should be happy. Right. You remember when you got the Holy Ghost? Remember when you first got saved, how happy you were? Yeah. Why? Why? Because you found God. You found some wisdom. You found some understanding. You saw what you needed. You saw what you had been missing. Now you got it. It's joy unspeakable. Full of glory. See? You pick yourself up. You know, when you feel down, reach down, pick your feet up a couple times, tie your shoe about ten times. Pretty soon you're going to fall over. You're going to laugh at yourself how stupid you are. <laughs> you get to laughing, right? Happy. <laughs> See, you, you you got to motivate yourself. You can do it. There's no need to walk around sad and and, and this, this, uh, it. No reason. This born again kid of God. Wisdom tells you to rejoice in the Lord always. It don't say part time. It says always. Every circumstance, you should look at it and give Him glory. See? Let Him refresh you as living water. Amen. He'll get you through it. I won't leave you. I won't forsake you. I know what I have towards you. To give you an expected end. Amen. It will make you happy. Proverbs 11.2 When pride cometh, then cometh shame. But with the lowly of the humble is wisdom. That's why Peter tells us, to cast all our cares upon the Lord because He cared for us. He says, you humble yourself in the presence of the Lord. And what will He do? He will exalt you in due time. God will pick you up, my brothers and sisters. Walk humbly towards them without. Redeem the time because the days are evil. See? A humble Spirit, he will not despise. A broken and contrite heart, he will not despise. Amen. Wisdom, it helps you. Proverbs 19.8. It shows that you love your soul. Proverbs 19, verse 8. He that giveth wisdom, loveth his own soul. He that keepeth understanding, shall find good. Wow. Wow, think about it. Do you love you? 
That's, that's right. You've got to have wisdom. He that findeth wisdom love his own soul. I love me. Amen. That's right. Think about it. Proverbs 10, 21. If we don't have wisdom, fools die for want of wisdom. Amen. Think about how many people would probably still be alive today if they had wisdom. Amen. Will wisdom be helpful to me now in the years to come? Notice Proverbs 4, 8, and 9. I want to finish this little piece here. Notice the answer. Proverbs 4, 8, and 9. Will it help me now in the years to come? Exalt her and she'll promote you. She'll bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace and a crown of glory shall she deliver to ye. Notice. You don't think you need it now? <laughs> you need it now and look what it's going to give you in the end. That's why Jesus said, you see that no man steal your crown. So you need wisdom to get you there. Do I have the time to study about wisdom? Mark eight thirty six and 37. For what shall it profit a man if he gain the whole world and lose his soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You cannot afford to study and get wisdom. Amen. You've got to study to get wisdom. It's very important. Amen. It's your life. It delivers you. It makes you wise. It makes you happy. It causes you to remain humble. And it shows that you love your own soul. Amen. And you, it shows that you want to live and not die. To study. To show thyself approved unto God. Workmen that need to not be ashamed. Rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. Get wisdom. Amen. Praise.